Hello and welcome to the Victorious Living Christian Counseling Podcast, where Victorious Living is not only a dream, but a real possibility through Jesus Christ. My name is Crystal Ridlin, and I'm a licensed mental health counselor in the state of Indiana, and I'm a licensed professional counselor in the state of Missouri and in the state of Texas. For today's topic, I've decided to talk about unhealthy sarcasm, unhealthy humor. And the reason I've chosen to talk about this is because of what I woke up to um, all over my Facebook feed about what happened at the Oscars last night between Will Smith and Chris Rock. And um, I only saw that one particular clip. I didn't see really anything else except for this one incident that transpired. Um, And you may be a little shocked of why I've decided to talk about this on my Christian Counseling Podcast, but the reason is because what happened last night with this use misuse of sarcasm is something that I'm very passionate about because I have seen this occurrence in many, many, many places. I've seen it do great damage in my own family. I've seen it do damage in my extended family. I have seen it cause tremendous issues in the school environments at the university level. I have seen it be a huge problem within the church. And I've really watched it occur more and more and more on TV. Um, So first, I want to let you guys know that I don't watch the Oscars. I didn't watch the Oscars last night. I haven't watched the Oscars. I don't know how long. I personally feel like I have way too many more important things to do than to sit down and watch the Oscars. Um, But I did see this particular clip and I watched it several times so that I could really examine maybe what happened and um, maybe um, different reactions that people had with the given clips and information that we received through um, social media. But one thing that I wanted to to share is that I wasn't surprised. Like, in one sense, I was surprised that Will Smith got up and punched Chris in the face or slapped him in the face. But in another sense, I wasn't surprised because I have sat back and watched this misuse of sarcasm time and time again in my own sessions. I've watched, like as a counselor, I have watched it... um, in my own family. I have watched it on television for decades. I have seen it misused in the church. So, and it always ends in somebody being hurt, right? So I'm not saying that Will Smith did the right thing, and I'm not saying that Chris did the right thing. They both were very, very much in the wrong. Will was more in the wrong because he chose to react to the incident to in a negative way. Violence should never be tolerated. Um, but the fact was that basically the entire two hours was, you know, presenting these awards for nominees and making fun of people. So for two hours, he sat up there and made fun of people. However long it took, the Oscars were, I don't know. 
And he sat up there and he made fun of people nonstop. And I'm sure that many people got their feelings hurt. Many people probably got their toes stepped on and were offended by the types of things that Chris Rock was saying. The difference occurred was, and I didn't see, it doesn't show, I haven't seen a clip yet, where it shows, it shows Chris Rock making the statement, and he made a statement saying something like, um, about Will's wife being like G.I. Jane, because she has a hair disorder where her hair falls out. Very personal, very intimate attack, and I'm sure a very, very sensitive place for Will Smith's wife. Not cool, right? But with sarcasm, there's no limits. There's no limits to what happens because it's all in fun, right? So Will, you see him laughing at first. Like he's like, this is really funny. But you immediately notice that his wife's face was not thrilled. And it was like a you know, she was stabbed or something. Like she had this intense reaction of hurt and like couldn't believe what was just said. And I don't know, women, for me, my hair is very important to me, right? For many of you who've gone through chemo treatments, your hair is very important. Whenever a woman loses their hair, that is an, something that takes a lot to work through. A lot of emotions are involved in, in processing big, um, tender um, thoughts and feelings about yourself in relation to this. So my guess is that Will thought it was funny until he looked at his wife and saw how hurt she was. And then all of a sudden he realized how not funny it was. And then he probably, trying to protect her, and seeing how hurt she was, he got up and he walked up on the stage and slapped Chris Rock. Very interesting to see this take place. And I wanted to use this as an example because what's happening in our culture and in our society is what we're going to refer to as no respect. There's no respect across the board. There's no respect for parents and children. There's no respect for parents to teachers, teachers to children. There's no respect from Democrat to Republican. There's no respect from one religion to the other. We have lost the very, very vital key ingredient to a healthy functioning society is respect. And it's lost. It's a lost art. I recall I don't maybe it was 10 years ago or more, but my kids, they're all older now. They're getting older, um, age 20 to 10. Um, and it was when they were all pretty little. And my husband and I had noticed that the older ones were being very disrespectful in the way that they responded to us and the way that they communicated to us. They were acting like we were fools, like we didn't know anything. And we were like, what is going on? So we started paying more attention to what was happening. We were like, the only thing they're really watching is the Disney Channel. And so we started paying attention to it more in detail. And we noticed they were watching a very popular show, um, one that most kids in our nation watch on a regular basis. And 
The premise of the show was these kids interacting, these teenagers or tweens interacting with each other. But their parents were the butt of the joke. Their parents were always a, f- a fool or a moron. The way that they spoke about their parents to their parents directly and the way that they communicated about their parents to their friends. And we began to notice that this was becoming a huge issue. And we sat down with our kids and we talked to them about it. And we told them we were canceling cable because it wasn't healthy, God-fearing communication. It wasn't even healthy communication. And uh, they were maybe a little sad. I don't remember. It wasn't too big of an incident. And we just said we're going to start buying more DVDs and more... um, TV shows that we all like and feel comfortable with. Another time, my husband and I used to love Everybody Loves Raymond. It's a funny show, and and the big scheme of things compared to many shows that you can watch, you know, it was one of the better ones. And a few years ago, we tried to re-watch the seasons from the beginning. And I was noticing, we were watching it before we went to bed, and I was noticing I was waking up and just feeling kind of dissettled, and I couldn't put my finger on it, and I finally one day realized that it's the way that they communicate to each other in the show, it's entirely, it's it's full of sarcasm and hurt. And as a family counselor, I do a lot of family counseling, my mind was just like, seeing all this dysfunction and it was bothering my mind even though I could recognize it but it was having an impact on me even when I was sleeping and so I talked to my husband about it and he's like yeah it's just not good and when we watched it when we were in high school I think it didn't we didn't realize or even young adults just how um, negatively impactful it was and so we cut that out Um, we don't watch that show anymore. And it's really sad because we live in this world where they're so, we're limited in the types of shows that we can watch because they're all full of, um, very unhealthy dynamics and definitely unbiblical. So, um, back to the Chris Rock thing and the Will Smith situation that occurred last night. There was several things that really disgusted me about it. One was the way that Chris Rock was using sarcasm over and over and over again. And the way that, and I know it was most likely impromptu to come up with that joke. I sure hope it was. I hope it wasn't premeditated um, that he would take this moment of uh, something that's very um, like close to Will's wife's heart and such a struggle for her and make fun of it. So I'm pretty sure it was probably impromptu. Um, So that was discouraging. The second thing that was discouraging was the fact that Will immediately laughed. Knowing what his wife goes through with this issue that she struggles with. And first inclination was he laughed and he laughed really hard. He wasn't immediately being protective of his wife. So that was one thing. Um, My husband knows what I'm sensitive to. And more often than not, he's going to catch when something hurts my feelings, even before I will tell him. Just because he knows me, we've been married for almost 22 years. 
So that was another thing. It was a slight thing that I, I noticed. But the most horrific moment, of course, was when Will got up and he walked onto the stage and slapped Chris Rock, very brutally slapped him um, in anger. And it left Chris just like, what? Like, what happened? Um, and as a counselor, I'm like really in tune to people's emotions, to their facial expressions. And basically what I caught from that is one, he was completely and utterly shocked and surprised. Two, he was in pain and was trying to hide it because he um, didn't want to appear like he's a baby because that's something that we do in our culture when we're hurt. We tend to act like we're not hurt. It's embarrassing for us to be hurt. And so we put on our tough face. So he did that. And another thing was he was very hurt. Like to be suddenly physically assaulted in that way. And to see Will's reaction so full of anger. He was very hurt. So at that point what you have is hurt people cause hurt people. Which is a concept that I teach all the time to my clients. Is that what happens when we have a series of dysfunctional patterns and behaviors in our life is that oftentimes somebody who's dysfunctional will bring the dysfunction into a relationship. And then the person who's receiving the dysfunction, they get hurt. So they react in a dysfunctional manner. So then you get this spiral of hurt people hurt people. This occurred in my extended family over several years where there was um, several family members who would constantly criticize using sarcasm. And it was very um, mean sarcasm. It wasn't lighthearted sarcasm. It was intended to hurt. Um, it did hurt. Um, and it caused some major issues. And um, I was oftentimes at the receiving end of that sarcasm. And I had to learn that what was happening was the dysfunctional person would bring the sarcasm to me and then I would react to it and hurt. And so I would maybe, um, sometimes I might make fun back and then the spiral would keep going. Sometimes I would react and get angry. I never hit anybody. I never even cursed. But there were some times when I got really angry and red hot and said what I thought and left crying. There was many times I got um, up and I left crying. And over the years of doing a lot of um, therapy and um, spiritually rejuvenating my soul and and learning how to respond to these situations, I learned how to react rather than to respond. I learned how to accept the, the hurt that I felt and return it with that hurt my feelings. Can you tell me why you said that? Um, and beginning to bring attention to it rather than to continue letting this pattern play out and then eventually we had to set some boundaries and um, things are a lot better now but the thing is is that this pattern takes place all the time 
I think pretty much every family I've seen this happen. And I have watched this on entertainment for decades. Like we go back to what I was saying about with the Disney Channel. Um, Everybody Loves Raymond. Um, My favorite shows that are on that I used to watch um, are they drastically use this use of sarcasm in an unhealthy way. So what happens is when people are watching these things, they begin to repeat, right? It's learned behavior. You repeat what you see. And as a counselor, this is something that I have to tackle with my families and my marriages that I'm working with and um, with like when I'm doing family counseling or even individual counseling as helping people to one recognize the learned behavior that they brought into the relationship that they're bringing to relationships and then to begin replacing it with healthy behaviors and these healthy behaviors are things that are in God's word it's the foundation um, we are to be like the fruits of the spirit love peace patience kindness gentleness self-control um, these are the things that we exhibit and that talks all throughout scripture about how we are to use wholesome talk that builds one another up that is meant to encourage that we are to have healthy God-fearing fellowship with other believers and when these biblical principles are entered into our relationships amazing things happen people feel safe to come out and be who God made them to be they feel safe to to come out with if they're sensitive and share their hurt and their and to be honest and to be vulnerable but in situations where there's a lot of sarcasm and criticism then people don't feel safe they always have their guard up So a lot of times when I'm working with families or marriages, um, it's my job to immediately recognize the guard. And even individuals, people bring their guard to me. And I have to show them that I'm not those people that hurt you. I'm actually going to respond to you in primarily a healthy way. I'm not perfect. And I explain that to them too, that, you know, there's going to come a day when I'm going to hurt you because I'm human. And then we go to, only God can we can only trust God completely only God is never going to hurt us I love my husband dearly and he's an amazing godly man and I'm so blessed but sometimes he hurts me and sometimes I hurt him and so we can't look to others for our security we have to look to God Um, and so another aspect that really bothered me about this incident with Chris Rock and Will Smith is the way that the media is only attacking Will. Like, I haven't, I have yet to hear anybody on like these news channels talk about the horrendous thing that Chris said, this hurtful, horrible, mean thing that he said he, he completely belittled Will's wife, Jade, in the worst way. And, and something that is such a struggle for her, something that she's had to live through that's very, she's an actress and she's losing her hair. I don't know exactly, but like I know that she has to have a lot of emotion involved. And I've seen clips where she's talked about that on social media and was vulnerable. 
And oftentimes, that's what people will do. They will take the areas that are we're most vulnerable with, and they will make jokes of it in our life. Because the most important thing is, right, is to be cool, to be the center of the stage, to be the popular one, to be the famous one, to be the one that everybody's laughing at. And um, so that's one thing that really bothered me is like, Yes, Will should actually be behind bars because he assaulted somebody and that is illegal. And that's also another thing that bothers me is that apparently when you're um, Will Smith, you don't have to go to jail when you slap somebody in the face or hurt somebody. Um, But if it was anybody else, they would be behind bars. Um, And like, I don't like the message that that sent to the world that it's okay to hurt people whenever you're when you're hurt, to physically hurt somebody when you're hurt. Um, and But I also don't like the way that nobody's recognizing and calling out this mean, cruel joke where he threw Will's wife under the bus just to get a good laugh and use something that's so um, sensitive to her, that's so, um, that she's so tender towards, such as losing her hair. And so these are just a few thoughts that I have about what happened last night. And I think what I want to do is encourage you to that. The Bible says, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. Only that which is glorifying to God and intended to lift each other up, to encourage each other. And this is actually um, a verse that I used to have on my wall when my kids were little and when they would make fun of each other or they would um, say something mean about the other person or call them a bad name, I would actually have them write that that verse out. Not as a, a tyrant, I would just sit down and say, okay, I need you to go write the verse. And I would give them a paper and a pen and set them in front of the verse. And I'm like, I want you to write it five times and then we're gonna talk about what it means. And then we would have a heart to heart regarding what did you say? And was it intended to glorify God? Did it glorify God? Did it build up your sister? Did it build up your brother? How would you have liked if they would have said that about you? So we have some big conversations about this in my home. And we're not perfect. And I have three teenage boys. And trust me, they can start to make jokes and be funny. And before you know it, they go into this place of making fun of each other. And it's something my husband and I are always noticing and calling out and saying, hey guys, I don't think so. Um, And so that's another thing I want to encourage you, parents, pay attention to one, what you're saying to your child. Because they go to school every day and it is a rough place to be in the public school. They aren't getting encouraged. They're not being uplifted. They're constantly being compared. They're constantly being ridiculed, they're constantly being told what they don't have that's cool, and they really need us to be their number one fan, to build them up and encourage them, and yet to be honest in love. Um, but pay attention to one thing I have noticed that many of you may not realize, as a family counselor um, and as a individual counselor, I have actually had grown men and women come to me as adults and have to process the way that their older siblings 
made fun of them growing up. Like it actually causes trauma in their life. The way that they were ridiculed or dismissed. It actually has a huge impact. But one thing I have noticed when it doesn't have the impact is when the parent is aware of what's happening and the parent is in control and the parent is calling out what they're seeing. And then those incidences don't have near the amount of weight as if the child is left to endure it alone without the support of the parent to come in and say, hey, um, let's talk about this. Let's see what the Bible says. Um, so this is uh, just one podcast um, that I'm sure there will be many other people talking about what occurred at the Oscars last night, and it's not actually something that I ever thought I would talk about on my podcast, but it is a very good example um, of something that I'm very, very passionate about and something that I have seen do tremendous damage in my lifetime. And um, I encourage you, one thing that we do is we watch a lot of Andy Griffith, um, Leave it to Beaver. Uh, we watch a lot of the older shows. And one thing you will see is there is a whole lot more respect um, for whoever they're talking to. And the use of sarcastic criticism is non-existent or extremely subdued in most of these old shows. And it shows, and I think when you watch it and then you see the stuff that's produced today or the way that you're seeing families operate today, there's this drastic contrast to what's um, happening in our present day compared to what was happening even in the 40s and 50s. Um, and I think that's important for us to be aware um, of what happens. One of the things I always tell my clients is we're never staying the same. We're always either moving towards healing or we're moving away from healing, but we never remain in status quo. And the same is true for our relationships. If we are caught up in the use of unhealthy sarcasm in our families and our churches, we're going to continue to move towards a more and more and more broken place, to separation, to churches splitting, to family splitting. And when you use more healthy, life-giving, God-fearing, biblical principles in your communication, you're moving towards healing. That doesn't mean that the people that you're, are involved in this dynamic with you are going to move with you. Sometimes they're going to keep doing, they may even like, you know, bring it harder because they're trying to get this rouse out of you. And that's when we have to set a boundary. And sometimes setting a boundary works. And people start to realize that, hey, if I want to be with these people that I love, if I want to have a relationship, I'm going to have to be aware of what I'm saying. I'm going to have to not criticize and hurt and use sarcasm in an unhealthy way and sometimes they never learn it and that's where a lot of people are afraid because they're afraid they're going to lose this family member if they begin standing up to them but I always argue that staying in a relationship that's continually toxic is only going to hurt you because you're not setting up boundaries and um, it's just a really neat process to watch take place as a counselor and it's been really neat to see how it's taken place in my personal life and so 
I hope this podcast helped you to understand more about the misuse of sarcasm and how it has a drastic impact on relationships and helps you to understand more in depth what went down at the Oscars with Will Smith and Chris Rock. Please subscribe and share the podcast with anyone who you think may benefit from hearing the material. I want to get the um, information out about how to help people recognize the, the keys to living a victorious life. God bless and have a wonderful day. Bye.